Okay, so now that we have laid out our foundations, um, uh, how it works from here is uh, we will go around each picking a uh, focus, uh, or what is it called in this? Um, yeah, so everyone, uh, so some, someone will declare a compass, which is kind of like a direction we're going to keep building the city in. Um, and then we go around the table and each add a neighborhood, a landmark, or a resident. So a resident is someone kind of tied to a landmark. Mm. Um, yeah, and then we're all going to create one of those within the idea of the the uh, the compass. And then... Okay. So yeah, uh, I After think everyone has now... uh, has added something, we're going to... Uh, the, the, com the person who declared the compass is going to create an event that changes or alters the city in some way. Uh, uh, an event is always connected to a landmark uh, neighborhood or resident. You know, I'll, we'll go over this when we finish doing another mm -hmm. round of, uh, of picking something. So uh, even though I went first, did someone else want to be first compass? Like, does it, someone have a, a direction that they want to see explored in the city? Um, hmm, let's take a look at what we've got so far. What uh, about, given that this is Washington, what about po major political centers? So politics, basically. Yeah. That would be the, the compass to go in. Mm. I mean, I'm down for that. I also know that we kind of wanted to put a kibosh on getting too much into the nitty gritty of political stuff. Uh, I, I, well, I, you have to tie it into a neighborhood a, or a landmark, so. Ah. So we're, we aren't, we're kind of talking around it rather than talking at it, so. And I, I mean, there's an amount of political stuff we have to just kind of deal with being in DC. Yeah, true. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I mean, in terms of political stuff, what what like what do we need to really establish? The president lives here, and this is where the legislature is. Like, I don't know what else politically we need to really set up, right? I yeah. mean, uh, aren't there? Isn't the is it the FBI is based out of Washington? Uh, pretty much most of the federal like agencies are based out of Virginia somewhere, but I think most of them mm -hmm. are like further south in Richmond. Okay. Or Langley. Langley is where the CIA is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like they're all they're in Virginia. I don't think necessarily they're like in DC proper. Yeah, like the Pentagon is in is in Virginia, for example. Yeah, I think DC is mostly just uh Oh, wait, there it is. Federal Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. All right. So the FBI headquarters is in D.C. Okay. Well, why don't we say that was what the memorial... That's part of the, of the memorial block is the FBI headquarters got fucking annihilated. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I was a superhero, that's the... If I, if I was a supervillain, I'm like, okay, let's deal with major stuff. All right, you guys go get the president. I'm just going to go blow up the FBI. Yeah. You guys I mean, handle the yeah. FBI. We'll get... You get the CIA. You get the NSA. I'll get the Pentagon. Yeah. 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 Okay. okay, well, I mean, let's go, go down the list. So starting with, I, I guess, starting with Chris, um, what, what do you want to add to uh, as a neighborhood landmark or resident? Hmm. Huh. I'm not too sure. Um, what do you guys think is something that we need that we haven't gone over yet? I mean, if you're looking for a political... Uh, neighborhood to add the federal triangle. Uh, what's that exactly? Uh, it's a like a, a few blocks of 
DC that contain uh, the Environmental Protection Agency, the uh, like post office, the Department of Justice, the National Archives. What was what would have been the Federal Bureau of Investigation headquarters now, you know, laid to waste. Uh huh. Okay. Huh. Well, I... um. Okay. It also has a couple of museums, but like on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. And let's see. Uh, one of the greatest building projects ever undertaken. Okay. Uh, yeah. Looks like so. Basically, there's a whole bunch of really important buildings here, and this section of town is like a major linchpin of the city, if I'm guessing correctly. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. Um, have we discussed the superheroes that exist in Washington at the moment? Nope. No. Aside from the president proper? No. Mm. Well, what if there was another, like, superhero team considered important to the city, and what if they've set up their base here because they understand how important this city block is? Yeah. Yep. Like... Given how many important things are here, like, uh, yeah, yeah the Depar- Department of Commerce, the Ronald Reagan Building, Environmental Protection Agencies, like, yeah, um, if they had to pick anywhere to build their base, I imagine it would be here, just so, you know, uh, like, nobody would dare try anything with this team of superheroes living literally next door. And if they do try anything and the superheroes are stopped, well, that gives the president enough time to get into the Lincoln Memorial Mac. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're not actually here to stop you. We're here to delay you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever had so, 16 missile pods launched directly into your face? No? Well, you're about mm, to find out. <laughs> yep. By literally the most powerful man in the country. Okay. Wow. So, um, given a certain definition of the word power, but, uh, okay, so... Now here's a better question. What do you guys think would be a superhero team that would have established itself here in Washington? I mean, are, are they a local team or are they a national team? Um, If this is Washington, I'm going to say that they're a national team. So it's that they're headquartered here, but they actually serve all of the new United States. Yes. Uh, they mostly... Like, they mostly take care of tasks here in Washington, but whenever something of national interest comes up that's too big for a local team to handle, these guys are called in. I feel like the we want the word federal in their name somewhere. Hmm. Uh, okay. I, I guess it depends on, like, yeah, like, I'd imagine that there's, like, an official designation, like, you know, federal... Oh God, like, what do you even... Like, federal uh, team of... Yeah, yeah, we definitely can't sit, call them the Federalists or anything, because there's, <laughs> there's, there's some real-world shit we don't want to associate with. That's the that, that. no. But, like, I'm imagining, like, like Federal Bureau of Investigation, right? It would be something like that. It would be, like, a really stuffy official title, and then they'd have some sort of nickname that pretty much everybody calls them, except for, like, you know, okay, official... Okay, so, so we need an acronym. So, Federal... Okay. Uh, federal Association... I know we use the term metahuman as like an official thing, so it could be like <laughs> Fe- Federal Association of Metahuman Intelligence Logistics, uh, and you're thinking of something that begins with the letter Y, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, and so <laughs> oh, we could also do it as a backronym. So as long as it ends with Y, you could still use that. What if it ends with the letter I? So it's pronounced the same. Ah, smart, ah. smart. There we go. So intelligence? Federal... No, we, no, we, we already have intelligence. intelligence. 
Intelligence, <laughs> logistics. Intelligence twice. Intelligence, logistics. Um, Interception. Mm. I mean, investigation still works. Ah. Yeah, what yeah. if they chose investigation? Fe uh, federal as... assemblage of metahuman intelligence, logistics, and investigations. Yeah, so that's, <laughs> the, that's, fa that's family, but they're called the family. Yes. Yeah. And with an I at the end. Yeah, yeah, but... Like, yeah, like white girls named Cindy with an I. Mm -hmm. All right, well, I, I hate to kind of boil this down back to the um, the particulars of the game, but we do need you, like, because this is obvious, these would either be residents or this would probably be, like, a landmark. Mm. Like, the neighborhood would be the Federal Triangle, but the landmark itself would be, like, the family headquarters. Hmm... Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah. How about uh, the landmark? And when our heroes go there, they're taking care of business in another part of the country at the time. Oh yeah, yeah. But just like I think he's talking about in terms of the the system we're using right now to set up the game. Oh. Yeah. Like, because the thing is, I like the idea, but that would require, um, like, unless we want to just set up a neighborhood called the Federal Triangle, or we could probably just make this a landmark of the new Ma National Mall because you know. The Federal Triangle is basically right beside it. Hmm. Um, sorry, what are the options again? Because this is a new system thing for me. So, uh, so it's either got... a neighborhood, which is a, that is a place that has landmarks inside of it, or it's a uh, landmark that could be connected to a, a person or multiple people. Oh. So yeah, a landmark I, exists I, inside a neighborhood. So I'd say it would be, like, a landmark inside the, the new National Mall. That sounds good. And then it could be connected to the family. Yeah. So landmarks, the family. Uh, f so what was the A again? I said assemblage, but I think you uh, had association. Something. Federal association. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I put it on the sheet already. Oh. Uh, here. I'll, oh, put, okay. I'll paste it up. There we go. Headquarters. No. All right, no, what the? There we go. All right, so yeah, uh, so Chris, now you so an address this is somewhere inside um, inside the Federal Triangle. Mm. Inside the Federal Triangle, and mm. then. Um, what are the like? What are the the senses associated with the building? Like, is it like, you know, is it a, basically just an everyday off? Like, is it like the FBI headquarters where it's effectively just an office building, and if you didn't really know what you were looking for, you'd basically just never see it? Or is it more like, no, this is a superhero headquarters, and it's gonna look like a superhero headquarters? Hmm. Good question. Um. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe the family isn't very showy in terms of being, like, a superhero team. Maybe if they're going back to the way things were before the Directoriate, I imagine maybe they steer a little bit away from that classic superhero image. Maybe they're more interested in, you know, making sure that the whole country kind of, you know, doesn't go out of line or anything like that. So the actual thing, so, like, the actual building is, like, you know, uh, it's on the inside. It's basically just an office building, and unless you like were really looking for it, you'd probably end up missing it. 
Yeah, like, I imagine they've got, you know, back rooms and doors that are locked that lead to more high-tech areas of the base, but for anybody going in, like, wandering in off the street, it looks like an office building with a front desk. So business in the front, supers in the back. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, put that in. All right. Uh, and unless there's anything else that you'd want to hold off on, I think mm. we, uh, or any other true uh, things that you want to give it, um, uh, we move on to me. Okay, go ahead. Okay, politics, politics, politics. I feel like I want to make a a resident of Chinatown who's kind of like, he's not a Dawn, or he's not a Yakuza mob boss, but he's kind of like the person that knows all the sort of different interconnected strands going on, like, in Chinatown, right? Like, he's kind of like this old, all like, the he's not the, the, the what do they call it? The Tome of Grudges or something like that, but it's more like the Tome of Connections. And he's the guy who was like, okay, if you need to figure out, like, like something about in Chinatown, he's the guy to ask because he just knows everybody. Mm. Like, he's either this generational figure that's been there forever, or he's just this guy who really has his ear to the ground and just constantly, like, knows all the happenings that are going on because he figures, eh, you know, this is a good thing to kind of have in my back pocket. Trying to figure out. Or no, wait, that's uh Chinatown is the neighborhood, not a landmark. I'm an idiot. I feel like there would still have to be like a place in Chinatown for that. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, unfortunately, all the things that I tried to that I thought of beforehand were all based on the idea of like the Smithsonian and the museums and stuff like that. I didn't really have a lot in terms of the actual politickings of the the city. Mm. Okay, game. well, uh, so so the the. Like, I'm imagining sort of like a, um, like, I know you wanted to get away from the idea of, like, you know, the smoky mahjong parlor where deals go down, but I feel like there would still have to be, like, a land, considering, like, how interconnected a lot of Chinatown is, I'm now thinking of, like, a landmark that's effectively kind of a combination, like, small claims court and, you know, like, business place for figuring out these sort of handshake deals. Like, an unofficial courthouse, almost. I just don't know what I'd call that. I mean, if it's an informal place, it could be like a, it could be dual purpose. It could be like a tea, a sauna, or like a tea house or something. Oh yeah, I like the idea of it being a restaurant. Food and politics, for some reason, go very well together. Mm. Well, so what if it's like an old? What if it's like a a like we were saying before? A lot of the places are repurposed, and they like maintain like some of the identity of the place that was there before, right? So like it used to be, this used to be like a blank and is now a restaurant that has. Oh, yeah. Because like we said the generational, right? But it's not necessary that, it's necessary that like great grandfather opened a noodle shop and I want to run a noodle shop. No, I'm going to run. Yeah. I I'm going to make, I'm going to make, I'm going to make an arcade or whatever, you know? Like, yeah. So I feel like it could be something like that where it's um, like, depending on how long it's been the family, it could even be like. Because one of the things that was only a, um, a particular job that was really available to a lot of early um, Asian immigrants in the United States was basically like as a laundromat. So the idea would be like it was a laundromat. At some point, it got changed into like um, 
basically like a uh, like a restaurant, and now it also serves as this weird informal hub because it's one of the oldest restaurants in the city at some point. Hmm. So it has like a weird esoteric name, like um, like Ray's Cleaning or something like that. But it's like, oh yeah, no, it's a restaurant. Like you yeah. want dim sum, you go to Ray's Cleaning. It's the best dim sum in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. down for that. Sure. All right. Yeah, we'll call it. So yeah, Ray's Cleaning. Uh, all right. So a landmark. So an address. Um, it'll be fairly close. It'll be like center of Chinatown. Center of Chinatown. Um, and then its true name is. And then its sensory things is like the. <laughs> Like smells of um, cleaning products of like good cooking and cleaning products uh, that have seeped into the floor. Yeah. Uh, so, so I would say like that you go in. So it's just like consistently fresh smelling all the time. Yeah. Mm. Is it like the clean, cloying... cleanest bathrooms in Chinatown? <laughs> yeah. Is it that sort of cloying type of cleanliness, or is it you know pleasant, sort of mildly lemony fresh? Well, I'm imagining I'd say, I'd say that it's pleasant, like, right? Yeah, it's like, pleasant. Okay. Like the idea I, I, is that the... again, oh, we're God. trying to like avoid grimy Chinatown vibes. Yeah. Good. Like, let's be good, honest, good, that's good. been done before. Like, yeah. It's not. I wouldn't necessarily say it's like. It's not. Un, it's not necessarily. Uh. Uh. Like a very. It's something that's untrue i mean i've i've been to a lot of chinatowns but that being said i don't not every chinatown is exactly the same and i'd yeah, like, like to bring a bit of extra like flavor the way to i'm imagining one. it is that there's like a lot of stuff that's there from back in the day when it used to be a laundromat um but and because like basically of all the cleaning products that have kind of like seeped into them they kind of work as these like almost eternal air fresheners mm-hmm. mm, okay and then, yeah, the other thing, of course, is uh, cleaning products. And the other thing, of course, is that it's like, you know, this informal hub of, um, like, handshake deals and, um, like, you know, solving matters. Yeah. Yeah, so, so like, let's go to raise is, like, the universal, um, like, let's go ha- hash out this deal kind of thing. Yeah. And like, it's not that they don't want to use the court system. It's just, hey, this has kind of worked for us so far. So let's not ruin a good thing. Well, yeah. And just the idea is, is that not all issues need to be dealt with by like phoning the police, right? Like a lot of issues can be dealt with on a community level if that community is um, tightened enough, right? Like, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, so that like, is, yeah. Ooh, yeah. So that is uh, mine. So Joey, you're next. Okay. Let's do a landmark in shipping district. All right, so I think I will take this opportunity to do the thing I said, unless anyone has any issues with it, and no, introduce no, and introduce the rebuilt Statue of Liberty. Awesome. Okay. Uh, can can I make one minor change to your rebuilt Statue of Liberty thing, Joey? Uh huh. So there's a, I I so here's my idea. There the. The government claims they rebuilt the Statue of Liberty here, but yeah. there's still a Statue of Liberty in New York. <laughs> so people know one of them has to be a giant mech, but no one's sure which one. <laughs> Why does one of them have to be a giant mech? One of them could just be the real one. No, people just assume one of them is a giant mech. Yeah. Look, you, you need a coastal deterrent. 
<laughs> yep. I said it wasn't a mech! God but damn it! Yeah, no, this one isn't a mech! Wink! Definitely can, not a mech. You can neither confirm nor deny that there are in fact two Statue of Liberties. Moving yeah, on. so like... So New York... So New York is like not a sister city, it's like an enemy city. Because they they all they both argue that their statue's the real one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plot twist: They're both robots, and when war inevitably comes, it's the two Statue of Liberty robots duking it out with each other. I'd imagine it's more a Voltron thing, like they combine together to become like Ultra Mega Liberty Zord or something like that. So so why it, why are people unsure of which one? Were both stat was the Statue of Liberty stolen by a villain? Is that what happened? <laughs> I mean, I think it was either, like, we said rebuilt, so it was either stolen or destroyed. And then there were, they built, there's one that's still on, um, uh, what's it called? Staten the, Island? Yeah, there's still one on Staten Island, and there's one here, and and it, because of the chaotic, like, post-directoriate time, no one's sh quite sure which one is, in fact, the original. Like, they could mm. just both be statues. One of them could be a robot. They could both be robots. No one is sure, but like the the official stance of the United States government is this is the the properly rebuilt one. Yeah. Everyone's got a friend of a friend who's been inside one of the statues and knows for sure that yeah. it's hollow. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't let anyone. Uh, yeah, both of them don't let anyone in the statue. <laughs> and only My buddy, a, a, he went in there. He saw a power core. That was definitely it. Oh fuck you. He always makes up that story. I saw them on New Year's testing the eyes, and I know I saw them flash, so they're definitely laser cannons. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes, re reboots, yeah, icon for those entering New America, one or two statues of liberty that exist. New York is the opposite of a sister city because they each think they have the real one, the original statue is still one destroyed. Yeah. Uh, nice. Oh yeah, uh, no one is allowed in. <laughs> Uh, no more tours. <laughs> yeah. You can get up to the top of them, but it's like through an independent elevator system that doesn't go through the inside. Well, no, no, nobody's allowed in at all. No tourism allowed. It's and the reason why is that they, they is, is they don't want anyone to desecrate the symbol of New America. So, <laughs> New America is welcoming, but you cannot touch this. <laughs> yes. What if it's because they uh, like the official stances? They want people to continue like. They want to make sure that nobody knows whether it's real or not to keep their opponents guessing and letting anybody inside the statue would tip everyone off about the truth. No, just, I, it, no, just we leave it. It's just blank space. Like, I'm fine with it just being blank space. They don't let anyone inside and no one knows for sure. And that's yeah. all we need. That's all we need. Okay. Oh, just right. because I don't think any government would be capable of pulling off like that decades long sigh off without something getting leaked. I'd like to think that, like, maybe that there are people in the government who actually just don't know. <laughs> Some accountant is like, hey, so, uh, do you see anything about the Statue of Liberty and those finances? Dude, shut up! <laughs> that could be my job! That could cost us our job! Alright, but, uh, unless there's anything else, Joey, um... Yeah, I'm done. Alright, so, John. Okay, um... Okay, I had something for this, but now I've forgotten. Um, Alright, the focus is government, and... I mean, we could make some of the stuff, uh, like the union halls that Jonathan mentioned, we could just, like, 
you know, now actually make those a uh, thing rather than just, you know, uh, something that exists. Yeah, sure. Oh, oh, actually, no, I do remember what my thing was. Um, uh, and it's a landmark for the National Mall. Uh, it is... Uh, uh, because the National Mall also includes, like, the, uh, the Smithsonian and stuff, yes. right? Mm, yes. Yeah, so it's... Um, it's the United States Mech Wing. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and it's the... Um, uh, it's a newly added wing of the uh, Smithsonian, which I'm going to spell so I don't wrong on the dock but um uh and it's it's basically the like i think it has the um um uh, uh the original designs and like the the original designs have like since been iterated on and, and like made better but like the original like like the original mech suits made out of like scrap metal and sort of like bolted together yeah, the ones that, like, you could make out, out, like, take a car apart and make a mech suit out of it. Like, design. <laughs> that, that people, that, that like, were, was initially, like, passed around in the, in the resistance. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and there's, uh, probably, like, and it, there's, like, a mechs over the years, um, thing, even though it's only been, like, I mean, it's been 50 years, so. It's been yeah. some time, but I feel like no matter how much time has passed, Everybody loves mechs. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, like, you know how, like, how dated the, the, the design before. Yeah, like how, how, how many generations have actually gone through, like, in the mm. design process? Because I was thinking, like, you know, you have your history of flight stuff that goes all the way back to like the Wright brothers, and then you have mm-hmm. like some like modern jets and stuff. And um... yeah, I feel like it's at least two or three generations. Maybe even mm. four, depending on, like, how much uh, has, like, changed in a post-directoriate thing. Oh, oh, actually, you could totally have it where, like, the Resistance ones, it shows them as more, like, you know, like, combat vehicles. But then after the fall of the Directoriate, it starts showing, like, all of the different other applications and, like, the ways that they've been specialized. So it's like, oh, you've got your industrial ones that are helping people move heavier loads. You've got, like, your exploration ones that are used for scientific study. And then you still have your combat ones, but now they're built for more, like, specific purpose stuff. Yeah, and then you also have the World of Tomorrow, but for Max kind of deal. Well, not even a world of tomorrow, more like, you know, this is how the technology has evolved, and these are all the branching paths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's like, um, and it also kind of cements it as this is, like, part of the, the like, the history of, of, like, our, our liberation, the history of us coming. Our, uh, se- our second Independence Day, you might say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new, new, new Independence Day. Uh huh. We celebrate our Independence Day again. Yeah, the pre- <laughs> I'm just imagining that the president just watches the movie Independence Day and just longingly looks at the controls for the mech. One day, girl. <laughs> One day. 
so many presidents have to get sat down and be like, all right, we know you want to push the big red launch mech button, but you really shouldn't, because if you do, the entire country goes on, like, DEFCON 2. I feel like they wouldn't make a movie like Independence Day where the White House gets blown up because it's actually happened. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, oh it would be God. like yes, if, yes. If, if in today's day and age someone made a video, a mo like a movie where the Twin Towers still existed and got blown up. Like, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't yeah. think I don't think they would make that in this universe. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, we'll add that to the list of things. Independence Day, the movie does not exist. Yes. Sorry, sorry for all of our Independence Day fans, out mega there, fans but... out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll have to trend. find another actual play podcast. Yeah, if you, if it, if it, I'm sorry, this is a deal breaker for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Roland. Uh, Roland Emmerich's career in this universe is in the trash where it belongs. Mm -hmm. Ooh. <laughs> well, there go our Roland Emmerich fans. Damn. And her sponsorship deal. Mm. Look, if I was going to be sponsored by the guy who made the core, I would probably just be like, all right, I quit. Harry <laughs> would quit the podcast. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. Oh wait, he didn't direct the core. Never mind. We're still good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just cause it's like day after tomorrow, you know. <laughs> oh right, he did do that one. Oh. Mm -hmm. All right, but yeah. So I, I think that's that's kind of the yeah that yeah the the United States Mech Wing. Uh, <laughs> As a as another uh, part of the Smithsonian, probably a very big wing just to, to keep like for all of those like for any actual mechs that they keep there. Yeah, I mean mm. like the 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 Smithsonian the air and space thing is like a completely separate thing from the actual Smithsonian. So I imagine like they just built another one and this one's all mechs. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, so Jonathan, I believe you are the last person to. Okay, yes. Um, I, I have an idea for the... What do we name this neighborhood? Uh, the Memorial Park. Mm -hmm. um, so, there's one piece of kind of classic Americana, which we I don't think have touched on, um, which is uh, recreationists. People who, like, recreate Civil War battles and that kind of thing. <laughs> so, oh, man. Yeah. The this whole like war with the directorate is only 50 years old right there are still people alive who have like lived through it and, and really remember it um mm. and so i think memorial park is like not just like it's, it's not it's not just a memorial right it's not just where people go to remember um it's like people who go like it, it maybe it has a, a center for veterans and stuff like that and i think that you know these kind of old war buddies get together and they've created like this kind of uh, reenactment society, right? Essentially like military cosplay um, where, uh, you know, kind of on a schedule, maybe like integrated into the um, like, you know, tours that go around the city, they reenact uh, famous or just really significant battles in the area and they do it in the actual like 42nd Street preservation zone, right? Or, you know, a section of it that's been cordoned off um, yeah 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 so i think we haven't made a resident yet right i think that's kind of the closest thing to what i'm doing yes mm. maybe yeah. someone who's like an organizer or something yeah sure um uh, yeah okay i'm gonna say uh let's let's make the founder of the washington dc uh veterans association mm -hmm. and let's give them a name 
Okay, I'm going to name them Sydney Arlington. And they're associated with the uh, the 42nd Street Preservation Zone, yes? Yes, yeah. The, what was the last name? Arlington. Arlington. How oh, extremely uh, apt for Washington, D.C. Yes. Yeah, did I pick that name just by looking at a map? Um, maybe. <laughs> uh, You'll never know. <laughs> You'll never know. Yeah, okay, so I think pretty shortly after the uh, like the war, Sydney, um, you know, became an important pillar in the community, right? Like, they were involved in uh, organizing, um, like, long-term medical care and uh, financial aid and just, like, general aid to veterans and, and families of veterans. Um, and, you know, eventually they got this whole following and that led to the founding of the Washington, D.C. Uh, Veterans Association. And Sydney's getting on in years. Uh, you know, they're maybe like 75, 80 kind of deal. Um, and as the years went on and the really direct effects of the war started to fade, you know, in an effort to uh, basically give veterans, um, you know, a, a productive way to try and live with the trauma of their past, um, Sydney started uh, this reenactment society, um, which is, you know, a, a kind of like, yeah, it, it's it's a, a fun and like informative and educational uh, thing all, all in one, right? Like, so there are actual veterans who help to coordinate this. Uh, and they're also like, you know, maybe they lead tours through the 42nd Street Preservation Zone. So, so um, it's, half, it's half reenactment and half like stage play. Kind, yeah, exactly. And then, you know, maybe like, tourists come through here to look to watch the reenactments and, and people will like you know volunteer on the weekends to be a soldier in the reenactments because it's fun right it's like I'm a, imagining like because they wouldn't use actual mech suits but i'm imagining like cosplay mech suits oh like, yeah like made out of like you know cardboard with tin foil like wrapped around it like what they used to do for those uh old kung fu I mean, movies like, we've talked so much about the the like rise of mechs as uh, vehicles of war, but I think like if you have that kind of technology and you're in a, a pseudo peacetime, you're going to mm. repurpose it for everything you can, right? So like maybe they've got a couple uh, mechs that were used to stack boxes uh, down at the docks and then were, were decommissioned and now <laughs> they've been yeah. like turned to cosplay mechs. Yeah, you, you slap some plastic armor plates on it and spray paint it cool colors. It's a, effectively like a glorified forklift, but it walks on two legs, so mm. you know. It walks on two legs, and it can hold a, a model, uh, like, you know, assault cannon. So, you know, it works. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think the Reenactment Society is, like, really brings a lot of color uh, and vibrancy to what would otherwise be, like, an extremely somber part of the city, right? Like, obviously, the battles that they're reenacting are still kind of fresh in some people's memory. Some people actually lived through them. Um, but, you know, it... it 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 uh, yeah it, it helps kind of keep keep that alive in people's memories right it, it prevents it from becoming uh, just another part of history. Mm -hmm. And uh, what were their pronouns again? Uh, let's let's go they them. All right. Yeah, sounds good. All right, and I think with that we are at the end of this particular round. Mm -hmm. All right, so now Chris is going to make an event. Something that okay. changed the uh, city, and that's going to be... Uh, it'll basically describe what happened in one or two sentences. 
and then uh, each of us is going to do a uh, is going to basically uh, kind of write in what happens in the aftermath. Um, uh, so, so Chris, yeah. uh, based on the focus of politics, what what event happened in the city that changed it, and uh, what and you need to tie it to either a uh, a neighborhood, a landmark, or a resident, even though we only have one resident. So, okay. so you need to pick one, uh, uh, something, and. and make an event that happened in the city, something that changed something in the city. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, that's a good question. So, it was a major event that really sh uh, shook things up in the city, correct? Yeah. And it has to be tied to a landmark or neighborhood, and it has to be involved with politics, correct? Yeah, well, based on your the, because that's the, 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 the compass we're using right now, the, the focus. Mm -hmm. Interesting, interesting. Okay. In that case, what if it was related to uh, the team that we created, the family? Like, what if it was one of the first major events that happened after the fall of the Directoriate where basically, like, a... A post-directoriate villain who sympathized with the directoriate tried to make a name for themselves, uh, basically like, um, you know, just being completely insensitive and just doing something, you know, like basically trying to make themselves the new directoriate after the fall. This could be like uh, seven, eight years later. And um, basically, this was the first major event in which the family intervened in order to take them down like the first display of the family's strength in subduing a threat to well, it, washington it, it, it honestly could be their first appearance if you think about it right because you said they were not super like public mm -hmm. so it, it could very well have been like okay we've established the family but we haven't used them they're just sitting yeah. in, in their headquarters and then oh a villain appeared all right family we trained you for this go out there and do something <laughs> yeah that is exactly what i'm talking about so yeah uh basically this was the first display of the family's strength and it told people that you know uh washington has its own uh you know federal team similar to the seaside centuries of cascadia and <sighs> these are the ones that washington calls on whenever anything in the country you know whenever there's a big enough threat that uh, they need to call in the big guns that, you know, aren't literally the big guns on the mech of the president. All right. So basically the first ever, like, de the debut, effectively, of the family. Yes. Now I'm just one card to play that best corresponds to the event. All right. So then what is the, would the impact then be on the, the new National Mall? Or like, so where is the the? Yeah, I guess, I guess, they, they, I guess they attacked the new national national mall, right? All right. So now that we have a um, a thing, each player gets a chance to respond to the event by taking on a voice of the city. In doing so, the players are not embodying specific residents, but rather the myriad of perspectives and viewpoints of the community, especially members of the city who may be impacted by the event. Once the person who chose the compass has created the event, start with the player on their left, or I guess the one going down and um, uh, then going down the list. As a voice of the city, each player does one of the following three actions. 
So you either ask a question about the origins, implications, or repercussions of the event. The question is always rhetorical. Let it hang in the air. Uh, or you state an opinion in one or two sentences uh, that some members of the community hold toward the event. And then, or the last one, show a consequence in a sentence or two of the people in the city reacting to the event. A consequence can be about a specific resident or more abstractly about the community at large. And once again, that would make it me. Okay. So, hmm, I guess a question, I could ask a question, is kind of, but it's rhetorical. So, Chris, I guess we kind of have to add, I, I'm assuming that, like, the family is successful in driving this villain off, yes? Yep. Okay. So I guess the question that hangs in the air afterwards is if there are still these, like, sympathetic elements of the Directoriate, like, is this something that is going to happen again? And if so, like, how does the family necessarily prepare for this of what is effectively, like, active insurrection against its government by, like, uh, an outside force? I would say that it's rhetorical questions. It is just, I ask the question, and then everyone just kind of, you know, ponders their own interpretation. Or it influences okay. further things going on. So, All right. next is Joey. So, it, I guess the question I would think of is, like, uh, does the family actually represent all of DC, or is it a team made by the government for the government? Mm. Yeah, right? Yeah. So I would think about this in like a Chinatown context of like, is it like, and again, this is rhetorical. Just let's think about it conceptually. Like, should should the family rep represent the people of DC or the greater ideal of a government super team? Mm -hmm. John. All right. I am going to state an opinion uh, that someone in the community holds towards the event. And the opinion is... Um, during this first major villain attack, the president should have been the one to defend uh, uh, to to defend DC, not uh, not the family. Mm. Mm, contentious. We spent how much money building that godforsaken mech, and you're not even going to use it? <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to show a consequence. So I think this is the first. Uh, this is the first like supervillain attack, basically, right? Like, after this, the city has started to rebuild. Mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of people in the town kind of got caught off guard. They were like, oh, God, I thought we were over this. I thought we were finished. Um, and so it's led to kind of a, not a prepper's movement, but there is a movement of people in the city who are like an informal militia. Or like, they always, they're always armed in a way, you know, they're always like, "Oh, if a villain comes around town, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the one that deals with them," kind of deal, even though they're mm. civilians. So, if I may, uh, in this version of the the in the new United States, instead of having uh, the right to, to to bear arms, is it every every uh, person has the right to build their own mech? <laughs> the uh, the new the new Second Amendment. Oh. The right to bear everyone is the right to bear mech arms. <laughs> I mean, like, just because something is a mech doesn't mean it's a weapon, right? A mech could just be like a car where you have to go and get a license from the the DM 
the DMMV. Yeah, the DMMV. Yeah. Motor and mechanized vehicles. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it would be the the DMVM, the the Department of Motor Vehicles and Max. No, 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 no. Of motor of motor and mecha mechanized vehicles. Motorized mechanized vehicles. Yes. All right. I know the driver's test of like. All right, and now I need you to back up. Chunk, chunk, chunk. All right, now, now. Didn't check behind you. That's a that's a ding. All right, now rocket punch. Ah, joke. That was a trick question. You're not allowed to. It's illegally against the law now. Yeah, it's it's the it's the don't use your horn during the test, but it's don't hit the rocket punch button. <laughs> this is a big red button, and if you touch it, you're immediately out. Yeah, that's, that's it. You failed. Come back next six months. Yeah. Uh, um, I imagine that with the introduction of mechs and stuff like that, like there have been so many cases involving like people adding parts to just like a car or something and calling it a mech and there are just so many technicalities that they've developed in the rules saying what is and isn't considered a mech and yeah so for like classification purposes they've got to have like certain things and there was mm -hmm. a lot of like kerfuffle when someone put forth one like definition and then someone just welded an arm on the side of their car drove it into like the national mall and said behold a mech mm-hmm I think you guys are underestimating the the thing that has to exist in this universe, though. A shitty mech mods uh, uh, Twitter account. <laughs> yes. Oh, like just this plastic around the core that is immediately melted because it just runs way too hot. Oh. <laughs> Hit my ride, but it's for turning vehicles into mechs. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It, someone tries to build like a rolling coal version of a mech, but the power source is too clean. You've got to like willingly put charcoal into like a thing in order to get it to like belch out the smoke. Mm -hmm. No, you see, you just make a mech that's also a smoker. <laughs> then you finish your job, and oh, look at that. You've now got some nice bacon. Mm -hmm. All right. So normally this is where we would pass the compass off and have someone else make a focus, but... Unfortunately, uh, it's getting kind of late for us, so I think this is where we're going to call it for this evening. Um, hopefully, uh, everyone had fun with us uh, recreating uh, uh, Washington, D.C. Uh, in the Pacific City universe. And uh, next time, uh, we get to see uh, a bunch of uh, teens come in and, and experience history one way or another. Uh, good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.